0: hello everyone and welcome to a millennial Learns. thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode my name is Abby Rancor and uh, if you're new here welcome this is a very different episode than normal usually on Mondays I have picked a topic the week before I have researched it I've put together like this basically a report and I kind of report it back to you and we can all learn something together This week, I will explain the situation, but I do not have a topic prepared, and so instead of doing a normal topic, I'm just gonna do a little life update. I did one of these, I don't know, maybe six to nine months ago, and I just like having a little chatty episode every now and then, kind of documenting what's happening in life, because I just feel like there's so much going on right now that, you know, sometimes it's important to take a little snapshot of what this time is like. So I am going to do a little life update and um, yeah, on Thursday, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program of (laughs) researching a topic and reporting it back to you guys. So also, if you are new, usually Monday is any random topic, usually pertaining to like faith, history, politics, one of those sort of general topics. And then Thursdays, Uh, we go over a state and go over all the history, the state symbols, we're really diving into American history, and we're going in the order that the states entered the Union. So that's what we're doing today. I hope you enjoy the episode. First things first, what we need to address is why I do not have a podcast topic actually prepared this week. And there's a very unfortunate cause for this. Now, I could have made some big workarounds to make this all work, but it was just a little much for what was happening this week. So let me explain. Basically, my computer is pretty old. I've had it since maybe sophomore year of college. So you know, the fan kind of doesn't work and it's, it's a little sketchy at the moment. Well, somehow I think when it was doing an update, like a windows update, it powered off or corrupted or something during an update. And so now I literally just can't turn it on. It says that windows is not installed at all. So this weekend we were trying to get, you know, a windows installation on a flash drive and, um, back it up through that, or back it up through a DVD, and then there was the wrong format on something, and it has just been a mess with this computer. My husband and I basically share this computer. If we, ne- if he needs to use a computer, we just use this one, and so we don't really have another computer other than our work computers. I could borrow someone's or whatever, but I thought it was going to be a pretty quick fix to get this all back up and running, and it just has not proven to be that quick. <laughs> so. You know, my research and everything is just a thousand times easier on the computer. I can do the state episodes basically just on my phone because I can pull up a good, you know, detailed timeline if I find it. I can pull up the state symbols list and I can just kind of scroll through tabs on my phone. But for very extensive, like, research topics, you know, for example, if you're going to look up are GMOs harmful to your health, there's a million different... Resources you might have to use and so you kind of have to compile them all into one I usually compile them all into one Google Doc and then kind of sort my ideas out from there and have like this whole outline and You just can't really do that on a work computer and also You know, I need a physical computer so I would had to borrow someone's for a really long time and and all that it was just gonna be a huge hassle and so that is why i don't have a computer now i didn't realize how inconvenient not having a personal computer really is especially because this week i can't really mention what it's for but i'm basically prepping for this engineering test this coding test and i have to really do a lot a lot a lot of practice problems to prep for this and so i was gonna just you know i was trying to boot up my computer to practice for this test and (laughs) that's when i realized it was the whole thing was completely broken so i'm having to go on telling my phone or to other you know my that one i can do on my work computer but you know it's just kind of weird so i'm very much hoping that my computer gets back up and running in you know hopefully today because uh i really need to get this stuff done so if that doesn't work we might be taking it into best buy we might be buying a new computer who knows? Um, so that was like the immediate thing that has happened <laughs> this week. But let's do kind of a, an overall recap. I don't know exactly at what point I did a, a life update last time, but I feel like I do kind of talk about some life events, um, you know, in my other podcasts. But the big news since, you know, for about a month now almost, or three weeks, is that I am now an aunt. I am now Auntie Abby, which is so exciting. So my brother and sister-in-law had their baby and her name is Amelia, she is so, so cute. So I am now an aunt, which is crazy because I feel like I, I can't remember a time that I've held a newborn baby. I don't think I've ever really been around a newborn baby So I was really nervous to hold her at first. And when we went to the hospital to visit, I was like, oh, she's like so fragile. And uh, I just got really nervous about holding her. And I don't know, doing something wrong, you really gotta support that head, you know? That's I knew that much. (laughs) But yeah, I had never really held a newborn. Neither had my brother, I don't think. And I don't think pretty much anyone in our family, like of my generation, any of the cousins, really have been around newborns so it's all kind of a learning experience for all of us because amelia is the first you know person of that generation on my side so it's all very exciting we're taking a million pictures if i don't get you know three pictures a day of amelia i'm like where are my amelia pictures (laughs) but she is very very cute i mean absolutely adorable like probably the cutest baby I've ever seen. She came out looking cute, which a lot of times newborns definitely do not come out looking cute. She did. You know, she was cute right from the get-go. So that is really exciting. I'm very hyped to be an aunt and to watch Amelia grow into like a toddler. It's going to be so fun. I feel like I'm really bad at relating to toddlers or like, you know, anywhere from maybe three to like eight those ages. If you just throw me in a room with a kid who's anywhere in that range of age, I don't know how to talk to them. I don't know how to relate because I just have no gauge of what people, like what kids know at what age or what they're interested in. So I'm glad that there's a little forerunner before I have my you know, kids of my own because you know that'll help like I feel like since I've known Amelia as as a baby and then I'll see her kind of growing up and going through all the different phases it'll help me a lot in educating me about how to actually kind of interact with kids I feel like I'm very awkward with kids at the moment so I'm trying to improve that (laughs) but that is huge news i'm an aunt so that happened at the end of march so i think she's three weeks old or three and a half weeks old today so very adorable and exciting for the whole whole family so i was saying you know another part of that is my whole extended family is here and so like my parents brother and sisters and their families are here all my cousins are around and so we were trying to decide what to call everyone because technically my niece, you know, I'm her aunt, but you know, my cousin, technically I think the fir- the name for that is first cousin once removed, but no one's gonna ever say like, oh, hey, this is first cousin once removed Camille or whatever. So we were trying to figure out what to call everyone and we kind of just decided on aunts and uncles, but we also decided that The, you know, my parents, brothers and sisters would be known as aunts and uncles because, you know, that's my aunt and uncle. That's my brother's aunt and uncle. And so I feel like Amelia is just going to be very confused because she's going to think she has 80, you know, aunts and uncles or 20 or however many people there are she's going to have a lot of aunts and uncles. So as she grows up, we're going to have to eventually explain like, okay, I'm your actual aunt. Like these are cousins, but you know, you call them aunt and uncle. <laughs> these are your great aunt and uncle. So anyway, so very, very exciting. That is definitely by far the most exciting news of the family. The other very exciting thing for, well also for everyone, but mostly for Jason and I is that our house is so to being done oh my gosh I cannot wait for it to be done so here's the recap right now because they're really moving on the house it's really coming together quickly so our closing date is supposed to be May 26th they keep saying that it could move but they're really seeming to be racing through the last part of it so I'm hopeful that nothing's gonna move So it's supposed to be May 26th that we close. Right now, most of the outside is painted and they're about to put stone up in the next couple days. There's hardwood floors that went in. Like within 24 hours, hardwood floors went in. Um, The cabinets are all in, the walls are textured. So it's really coming together. They're about to put doors in. So we're just kind of trying to go through and find anything that's wrong before our walkthrough so that our walkthrough checklist is really small. We can get all that settled. I don't understand why it takes a week. So basically our new home orientation is a week before we close. And I really don't understand why it has to be a full week. Um, Now, to be fair, we are very on top of the building process. I feel like we go by probably every two or three days and we're like checking things. If we see anything wrong, we're emailing the construction people. I'm sure they're probably sick of us, but I'm like, hey, you know, what about this? What about this? I think this is looking weird. Um, So we try to be really on top of it. So I'm hoping at the, you know, at the walkthrough, there's really not a lot to do because I feel like we're really going by and kind of nitpicking stuff. Uh, And we'll kind of continue to do that, but it is pretty, it's a lot of work to have a house that's being built. It's pretty time consuming, even if you're not doing a custom. Like our house is not a custom build. It's just in a community that's being built. But, you know, this community has like 60 houses that they're trying to build. And there's things that go wrong. And sometimes the homeowner, like we know our plans better than anyone. And so we can go in and say, okay, I think this electrical looks wrong. I think this, like we're missing a canned light. I think this is supposed to be different. And so we've really been trying to be on top of it so that if something goes wrong, we can catch it early so there's no delays. So we're hoping that that prevents any push out of the actual move-in date because as of right now, we are about almost to the day one month from moving in which is just amazing. If you're new to the podcast and haven't followed me for a while, basically we've been living with family for the last almost year. We sold our uh, condo in June, like last June. So we're coming up on about 10 to 11 months of being displaced. (laughs) And so, um... We've, we have lived with my brother for a little bit and then we are living with my aunt and uncle right now. And that has been great, like very lucky to have family that will kind of take you in uh, or take us in. But yeah, at the same time, like it's been great here, but I'm very excited to move into our house because it's been a long time coming. We've been waiting for this for a very long time. We signed for our house last January. So we sold the condo thinking that it would be done in like December or January time period. So a year from that date. Um, and so that's why we were just going to temporarily live with my brother for a little bit. And then hopefully in December, it would, you know, our our house would be done and we could move in. That did not happen. And so we had to make these other plans. But that's why we sold the condo what now seems to be too early. But it's just been quite the process we've signed by the time we move in we will have signed 17 months beforehand so it's just if you're I mean but that seems to be happening all over with new builds and new construction my a couple of my friends just moved into their house and they were out I mean they had signed I think 15 months before so it's just really long lead times right now I think a lot of builders stopped working when the lumber prices were super high and it's just kind of what's what's happening seems to still be a lot of delays with supply chain sometimes things are back ordered so um I'm thankful that we are gonna be moving in, and it's really not that far away like it's only one more month. we've made it you know ten months so far, not in our own place, and so one more month should be kind of a cakewalk but Things are are really getting going in the housing front. So that is also very exciting news. The other thing, it's not necessarily a huge life update yet, but I think it's going to start being a bigger one is I am just really obsessed with the idea of homesteading, making your own stuff like canning, preserving food growing a huge garden I've, I've really just become so into that whole idea and we're supposed to move in again end of May and so I think it's gonna be a little bit late in the growing season um, to start growing I could be wrong on that I still have to do a lot of gardening research and stuff but I'm really starting to to dream about how much we can kind of do ourselves at the new house for example even if we're not growing like all of our own fruit or whatever I want to be able to start developing all these skills like canning so let's say usually I just go and buy strawberry jam okay at the store well the dream is to never have to buy strawberry jam not because it's like too expensive or whatever it's just because I think it would be so fun and rewarding to start making a lot more of my own stuff that we're using so Like, even if we can't grow all of our own strawberries, but I can go buy a bunch of strawberries and then make my own strawberry jam, that would be so much fun. And I'm really just trying to figure out kind of how many things we can do that for. Like, is it feasible to actually make our own jam? Someone was saying they made their own mayo. Um, Growing some, like knowing how to harvest wheat. And all of that sort of thing and I really want to move into as much of the like homesteading lifestyle as possible I feel like I'm gonna have some sort of hybrid like if you ever watched the show semi homemade with Sandra Lee on Food Network basically she would make quote homemade foods but with like half store bought stuff so she would make this great pie but then buy the crust from the store and that's like my approach probably with homesteading like I'm not gonna have a two-acre garden where I'm growing every strawberry we need for the whole year but I'm gonna know how to make jam so I can go you know get some things from the store but then have an element of making it at home I'm really we've also been watching Little House on the Prairie a ton so that probably weighs into all this because um, they just do way more you know they're living off the land and there's a town there but they're really resourceful and in doing a lot of things on their own I'm also rereading the book and they were talking about how they built their house on the prairie and how Pa just went and made all their own furniture made all their own I mean made their house then he went and made this whole stack thing in a big tree trunk to smoke all their meat then they would have to preserve all their meat for the winter um, and and everything they did in the prairie was basically on their own they had they found a couple neighbors to help them with some things but paul was so resourceful that if he got you know an animal they would use the entire animal and save it and preserve it through winter because they were not going to be able to go hunt throughout the winter so i don't know i'm just really inspired with trying to be more in touch with like where my food comes from, making sure that I'm getting quality like meat and growing my own stuff. And so, I don't know, that's just been a big big inspiration lately that I feel like I might end up once we move into our new house starting up the, my YouTube channel again. I tried to do YouTube for like I don't know, a couple months. And I just can never find the inspiration of anything that I really wanted to share that much. Like, I love the podcast because I can just explore any topic and I just love that. But I feel like for a YouTube channel specifically, it kind of has to be either lifestyle as a whole, which I'm not not really into. Like, I'm not super into makeup and buying all these products and things like that, which I feel like is how kind of lifestyle channels are. Um, And I wanted to kind of... You know I I was thinking that maybe some of my podcast topics could be utilized as like an educational channel but at the same time I want to make videos that I would enjoy watching as well and I never go on and just watch educational uh, videos for some reason I love educational podcasts and I hate educational videos and a lot of people say you know if you're gonna create something you got to create something that you like and would watch so the idea of trying to take my podcast topics and making them into an educational video just didn't honestly sound that fun to me and i was kind of like dreading it if i was having to film something so anyway i'm sticking to the podcast as just being the podcast topic stuff and then i just basically accepted that maybe eh, maybe youtube's just not my thing whatever but i really like making the video and editing it and all of that kind of thing i really enjoy the process of making a video i just didn't know what to make a video on so i feel like with in our new house if i do get into the growing and preserving and kind of the more homestead vibes of kind of how i want to start building up you know all these skills and things that might be a really great way to get back into doing youtube because i do love watching those kinds of videos I like that sort of educational video, and it's just fun to follow along with someone as they're doing that kind of thing, like making sourdough or canning, and you just do kind of like a day in your life, but you're, you know, doing those homesteady type of skills. So, anyway, all that to say, a possible YouTube revival might be coming <laughs> um, as soon as we're kind of settled in to the house. So that would be very, very fun. Okay, another update item that I wanted to touch on because sometimes I do not keep track of these enough and then I get to the end of the year and just haven't fulfilled any of them. I want to do a New Year's resolution check-in because I've made some New Year's resolutions. I made five because I tried to be, you know, reasonable. And I wanted to check in and see if I'm doing them because I haven't come back. I I was really good about coming back and checking this list, you know, up until probably February. And then I kind of uh, feel like I haven't checked in a while. So let's go through my new year's resolutions and how I'm doing on each of them. My first one was to make the bed every day. Now I am much better at this than I was. I don't make it every day because sometimes like right now I'm sitting in bed to record this podcast. Sometimes I just sit there and work and I'm trying to move away from that because I definitely probably am not as productive when I'm doing that but you know sometimes it doesn't get made but I have been way way better about making my bed every day uh, since making this resolution. So that. Is very good the next one is to open the bible every day i heard this is a, a great thing to do i mean i know it's a great thing to do i should be doing this i should be reading the bible every day i've been really bad about this one i was great when i was still doing the bible in a year because i was like on a specific reading plan and would have to read it and then that helps you kind of meditate on the word of like all the time and then that meditating on the word makes you want to go read the word more. So I was very good about this until probably end of January. Um, And last year I was better. I still wasn't doing every day though. I would do a reading plan that included every day, but sometimes I would just like read five days in one day, read five days worth in one, which isn't ideal. So I really got to figure out the best time. I think I keep trying to force this in the morning, which Help set the tone for the day, but also I think I might need to try to move the Bible every day checklist item almost um, to nighttime because there just seems to be much a much more relaxing time. I can kind of take my time getting into the word, what it actually means. So that might be something I try, but I have not been as good with that one. My next one is to work out five times a week. Now I've gone in phases. Overall, I'm doing much better at this now than I did last year. I just ran four miles straight, which was a big accomplishment. <laughs> um, I'm trying to build back up my running. And so my husband and I have been pretty good about going to the gym recently, but it's definitely gone in phases this year. Like some weeks I've only gone maybe once or twice, and then some I've gone five or six. So. I probably haven't hit it 100%, I mean, I know I haven't hit it 100% of the time, but it's definitely going better, and I think I'm on a pretty good momentum, uh, or string of going right now. The next one is to not be late on podcasts. So last year, I got in a pretty bad habit at one point of not, you know, my podcast days are Mondays and Thursdays. Last year, I got in a pretty bad habit of just not posting on Mondays and posting on Tuesdays instead. And then on a Thursday episode, I would just post it on Friday. So no one really knew when my podcasts were going up. This year, I have resolved to not be late on any podcast or on on podcasts, releasing them. Um, I've given myself three passes and I think I've used two of them. So... I'm on the hairy edge and it's only april but it's so much better than last year i kind of pulled myself out of that rut and kind of i feel like i'm in a good rhythm now of preparing earlier and uh the states ones are actually pretty simple to prepare for part of the problem last year with it was i was still doing the whole bible in a year and i would have to get through like 35 chapters of in-depth you know commentary and analysis and stuff And so it was hard to fit that in kind of during the work week and stuff. So the state history podcasts have seemed much more manageable and reasonable. They're like kind of short and quick. And I found some really great websites that have everything sort of laid out and prepared. And I just have to combine them into a podcast. So those have been really nice. And I've kind of gotten more into a groove as I've, um, as I've been going. So that one's pretty good, and then my fifth one is phones down at lights out, so what that means is I used to all you know last year would say, "You know, my husband and I go to bed at like ten thirty so i'd we'd say, okay good night, and then the lights are out, we're trying to fall asleep. Well, I would just continue to be on my phone. And sometimes I would just be scrolling on my phone or doing something on my phone for like two hours and so I would stay up really till 1230 and I'd be all tired the next day and then you know the next day I don't want to work out because I'm tired and I you know sleep in and it's just it's never good so a big thing that I've been doing is phones down at lights out I have really stuck to that I think there's only been two times that I've actually scrolled a little bit or whatever, um, after we go to bed, the one loophole that I found of this is, and this is probably really not great, uh, for, I don't know. I, I don't know the science about like Bluetooth hitting your head all the time, but one thing that I actually do is I put a podcast on and I put one ear pod or one AirPod in my ear and I basically fall asleep to the podcast. So my, I'm not looking at the screen. It's like a nice middle ground between completely phones down and, you know, like scrolling for two hours. I put a podcast on, I put my headphone in and I fall asleep. Usually I'm with asleep within like 15 minutes. Um, and I don't know why that's a thing that I do some, but you know, every morning then I wake up and my, AirPod is just knocked out of my ear somewhere on my bed. So, you know, I don't know. That's probably not good to like sleep with an AirPod in every night. Uh, But I'm slowly trying to wean myself off of that because that's probably also not a good habit. But I think it's better than staying up for like two hours because that does not keep me up and I've been getting a lot better sleep this year. So I think the The spirit of the requirement or the New Year's resolution was kept so that is my New Year's resolution update the other one that I didn't put on because I didn't want like an overwhelming amount of New Year's resolutions so the other ones I just kind of kept in the back of my mind is like things I want to improve but I've had the like such a better skincare routine this year I don't know why skincare routines have always been so difficult for me to stick to I never liked doing them but I finally got one that I actually enjoy first of all I hate getting my face wet when the rest of my body is not wet which is why I don't cleanse my face very like or I didn't previously cleanse my face very much this year I've kind of just sucked it up and just said like okay whatever I just have to do this and so I will I got one of those exfoliating brushes which I actually kind of enjoy doing but the big move recently has been to just take my cleanser into the shower and just cleanse my face and do the exfoliating brush while I'm in the shower I don't know why I had not thought of that before but I always thought like okay I'm gonna take a shower and take a bath and then I'm gonna go and do my skincare like right before I go to bed well I hated doing the cleansing. I don't know why, just the feeling of having to splash my face with water, even if my hair's tied back, it always just seems like a mess. I hate that feeling. And so big move is to take the cleanser into the shower and just cleanse your face in the shower. That is what, at least what's working for me. So um, I've been so much better with that, so much better at like moisturizing my face, moisturizing my body. That has been so good because I actually got like products that are pretty simple and just easy to use. I just cleanse. I put like one moisturizer on at night and then in the morning I have like an SPF lotion that I put on and my skin's looking a lot better than it has previously. And I can definitely tell if I don't stick to that routine for, you know, a few days, it definitely starts looking worse. So that's been going really well. I'm now on like a multivitamin that I've actually really consistently been taking every day, um, which is again i wasn't very good with vitamins but i've learned i'm all about the gummy vitamins (laughs) it's like a childish thing but i am definitely all for the gummy vitamins i hate swallowing pills and it made me just not want to take them so i switched to some very delicious gummy vitamins and i am now consistently taking them so health wise i'm making some strides but i definitely think that i'm just gonna have to wait to move into the house to like get all the health stuff that i want because you know it's just difficult living in, uh in a place that's not your own to like you know I'm I'm really bad at snacking and so if there if I'm in a house with a lot of snacks I just cannot control myself so well that is the new new year's resolution update Maybe in, you know, three or six months, I'll do another one just to make sure I'm kind of on my goals. But this has reminded me that I really need to work in Bible reading and making my bed (laughs) into my everyday routine. I think overall, everything's gotten better or I've made improvements on them other than the Bible one. So um, I'm really going to make that a focus coming up here. So that is my life update episode. That's uh, all I could really think of that's going on but within the next month we are going to be moving in to a new place and I'm just so excited for for that all to happen so thanks for tuning in to this episode we will be back to our regularly scheduled you know state podcast on Thursday and I hope you all enjoyed make sure to rate or review the podcast on Apple podcast or Apple music uh, give it five stars and a review if you so desire. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Abby Rancor and DM me um, any fun topics you would like me to research and let you all know about. So, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you have a great week. Bye, everyone.